0: A Word for Today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. We've seen how false teachers are Satan's primary agents in undermining and uh, destroying, if possible, the faith that Christians have in the written word of God and uh, now we're going to see how God uh, deals with them. We're still in a recap phase, but it's important to get a sense of perspective before we look at the passage we'll be looking at for the remainder of this week. It's Tuesday, the 16th of February, and I'm going to read 2 Peter chapter 2, verse nine. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. That tells us, if you remember when we looked at it earlier, that God knows what's going on. God is not asleep and inactive in heaven as we might sometimes be tempted to think. Of course God knows what is going on and he shows that by rescuing the godly. By rescuing the godly, he means not delivering them from the experience of trials, but holding them through those trials and keeping them faithful so they don't give in, they don't lose faith. They don't uh, surrender and collapse under the pressure. God rescues them, he keeps them in that sense. But I think what's more interesting is to see how he treats the false teachers. And we're told in the second half of verse nine that he keeps the unrighteous. That's describing those who are in a wrong relationship with God. They are not reconciled to God through the means he has provided, the cross of Jesus Christ. They are therefore unrighteous. They haven't had the righteousness of Jesus Christ, imputed or accounted to them, they are not people of gospel faith, to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. Now that's very terrible indeed, isn't it? It says that God here is keeping false teachers under punishment, he is judging them right now, and he is punishing them in all kinds of ways, mainly by not letting them escape the consequences of their action. And we've seen earlier how uh, false teaching has a way of unraveling and disintegrating the thinking processes of the false teachers, depraved in mind and so deprived of the truth, as uh, Paul wrote to Timothy. And God is doing that until the day of judgment. So it seems that there really is no hope for them. They are those who have rejected the truth. They've committed the unforgivable sin of rejecting forgiveness. And those who do that are indeed unforgivable. So it's important that since God holds them under punishment in that way, we should understand uh, God's position on false teachers. He is not Uh, calling us to convert them and to engage with them. Indeed, quite the opposite. You may remember we looked uh, last week at uh, verse 16 where we read the story of Balaam, who was the arch false teacher, the archetypal false teacher, the greatest false teacher, human false teacher the world has ever seen. And verse 16 told us that he was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. You remember we saw how God deliberately humbled Balaam by using the humblest agency uh, he could think of, a jackass, which uh, I think are known the world over for being stupid animals. He used a talking jackass to instruct Balaam. God was not going to dignify Balaam with status. He didn't raise up a brilliant teacher with huge amount of learning and pastoral experience to meet Balaam and graciously talk through the issues with him. He just used a talking donkey. And the message to us was that we should not engage with false teachers for that reason. God does not want them dignified in that way. Since he is holding them under punishment until the day of judgment, what is the point of engaging with people in that particular situation? And indeed, that idea that comes out here in 2 Peter 2 is presented elsewhere in the Bible that we should not engage with false teachers. The Lord Jesus Christ, in Matthew 15 verse 14, said of the pharisaical establishment, false teachers, if there ever were false teachers, let them alone. Just leave them alone. Uh, Paul wrote to the church in Rome in Romans 16 verse 17, uh, on the topic of those who break up fellowships and bring problems. They are troublemakers and false teachers. He said, avoid them. Just avoid them. Uh, Paul, writing to, to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, said the same thing. Avoid such people. That was the culmination of his description of false teachers, those who uh, purport to teach the gospel but deny its power. Avoid them, he says. Avoid such people. Uh, Paul, in writing to the Corinthian churches, says, but now I'm writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality. He said earlier that if somebody is guilty of sexual immorality and not calling themselves a brother, then that's fine to associate with them. How else are we going to reach out into the world? We can't leave the world. We want to reach Everyone in the world, especially those who are guilty of sexual immorality. But if we come to someone who bears the name of brother, who is identifying themselves as a Christian, who is guilty of sexual immorality, Paul says we should not even eat with such a one. Because what we do if we do that is we lend them credibility and we confuse other people. And then... You may remember we looked earlier at the Apostle John when he was talking about false teachers. He said, this is in 2 John, verses 10 and 11, If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, that's gospel teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting, for whoever greets him takes part in his wicked." Works. Do you see what John is saying there? He's saying, if you do offer them hospitality or you engage with them, what you are actually doing is participating in their wicked works. They're not going to be changed. They are being held un- under punishment by God until the day of judgment. You're not going to win them over. So don't give them credibility by somehow thinking you can. Do not engage with them. Imagine that uh, you were on the staff of uh, a British armoured division in the Second World War. I'm sorry to use military analogies, but don't worry, you've only got uh, two more weeks uh, to have to bear such analogies. But imagine, it's 1944, and you're on the staff, as I say, of a British armoured division, and you're fighting against the Germans across enemy-occupied France, and you hear very sadly that your commander is killed, and uh, a new commander comes into uh, the headquarters, and he is wearing a British uniform, but he clicks his heels and gives the Nazi salute, quickly correcting it to a British salute, and then says in a heavily accented German uh, accent that he is your new commander. And as you look at him, you notice the outline of a swastika uh, armband underneath his sleeve, and you see a little knight's cross Um, dangling around his neck one of the German uh, military decorations. And you would surely think to yourself, hang on a minute, this guy shouldn't be in charge of our armoured division. He belongs in a prisoner of war camp. Or imagine you were working in a hospital and a new dispensary clerk arrived and you discovered that they had been uh, convicted of poisoning 15 of their workmates deliberately 10 years previously. You wouldn't want that person dispensing medicines to others. Or a nurse who had perhaps been convicted ten years ago of murdering patients. You wouldn't want that nurse back in the hospital on night duty, alone with vulnerable patients. Or imagine you went to a school and... uh, you met one of the teachers in the school, and uh, they'd just arrived, new member of staff, and you thought, hang on a minute, I think I know that person. And you Google them, and you find out that they were the head of an international paedophile ring 10 years ago, and they'd somehow slipped through the checks. You wouldn't want them doing, uh, uh, having access to your children. Well, how much more important than soldiers being killed or patients poisoned and murdered or children abused, how much more important are the eternal souls of the Christian church? How could we possibly turn blind eyes to false teachers? You know, the doctor Harold Shipman was convicted of murdering about 250 of his patients He is uh, one of the greatest, uh, uh, the most prolific serial killers in modern history. And the reason he was able to do it was because he was in a trusted position. Uh, The wolf had got into the sheepfold, and in his practice in West Yorkshire, he was able to uh, get away with, quite literally, murder, because no one would suspect a doctor of doing that. Well, how much worse to have false spiritual teachers, not merely killing bodies, but sending souls to hell. And so the great message is, we shouldn't engage with them. And yet, and yet, how sad that many in the evangelical establishment continue to do so, perhaps out of a misplaced loyalty to the institution, perhaps to protect their positions, or perhaps to guard themselves from the criticism of being whistleblowers or boat rockers. But you see, Peter now, in the final section of his chapter, chapter 2, is going to teach us, and this is what we're going to be looking at in the days ahead, why we must not engage with false teachers. And we'll start that tomorrow. Heavenly Father, please would you teach us, please would you convince not just our minds but our hearts too, never to have anything to do with those who are indeed being held under punishment. Until the day of judgment. Please, would we love you and love your word and love the church and love the gospel and love the world enough to stand against false teachers, never publicly having anything to do with them? We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.